Hey guys, welcome to the OMG It's Derek Audio Experience, a podcast about anything and everything depending on what you want to talk about. We do the podcast over on our Twitch channel during the just chatting phase of our gaming live streams, uh, which you can join by heading over to omgitsderek.tv. Thanks so much for tuning in and let's jump into this week's podcast. I don't know though, to be honest. I feel like life would be pretty boring if everything went perfectly right for you maybe i'm wrong maybe that's just what we tell ourselves to deal with things not always going perfectly right with us but pretty says this right here is a phone you can call people in different places no more waiting months on carriages to return with your letters awkward silence and then a pause burner <laughs> she's a witch especially when you show them it's wireless although actually just showing them a phone in general probably would make a difference to them would be the same thing impossible here's what's crazy Imagine that there's a time in the future where if somebody would come back to us, we'd think the same thing. Imagine what the text is going to be then. But what? What would they show us? I don't know. Because if you think of it, a lot of like movies give us that futuristic. What we think it'll look like, but like. No, dude. I don't know. I wouldn't. I can't think of what. Well, that's the exactly it. It would be so oh, crazy. Man. You wouldn't even be able to think of it right now. You'd just be like, oh my God, that person's a witch. We'll be like, that's some spicy heresy there. Just says the woman would grab their children and run away. Just says, wait, did the clock just move back an hour? Or it says, if you church into that, I'd expect there were aliens instead of witches. Well, right. We'd probably call them aliens now instead of a witch. We'd be like, oh my God, we discovered aliens. And really, it's someone from the future. But that is an interesting question what Pac said. What would that technology be? But again, we can't really much things that are out of our grasp. Oh no, now. I think there still is. Yes, a hundred percent, dude. I think we're super dumb still when it comes. Yeah, to no, there's so much out of our. But we we have that idea of what it could be. So I'm like trying to think what's. It would be something we just don't don't even think about now, which would really. Now I'm curious, what could it be? That's the problem. It's something we would never think of. I don't like this. You hurt my head. <laughs> Wolf says science fiction guy's science fact. <laughs> I mean, I agree. Most of the stuff you see in science fiction will probably end up happening at some point. Princess has left my ass off to dissect them. They're an alien. Kill up. Maybe you'd be like, um, hmm. I'm trying to think of what it could be. Difficult. But it says, I feel like in the future it's going to be normal to be 300 pounds. I don't think so. I think we're going to get our shit together. Wolf says, but with human nature factoring in, the chance we make it to far enough future to have that kind of tech is almost non existent. I disagree, man. I root for uh, humans. I mean, we've had a lot of shit in the past and we've come through it all. We've always somehow figured it out. Princess says, anything under that, you're anorexic. Judge says, well, first it would be called demons. I know Grad has changed the and witches, and now it's aliens. Exactly. Prentice says, I don't know, Derek. Humans are pretty dumb sometimes. Yes, but like I said, we always figure it out. We always have. I mean, you can't discount humans either. We're dumb, but we're also very smart. We're both. We kind of go back and forth. When shit gets real, we, we end up figuring it out most of the time. I mean, so far we have how many thousands and thousands of years. Tens of thousands of years. Tens of thousands of years, the world's tried to destroy us, but we're still here kicking. 
gotta give us some credit. Wolf says not discount of survival, just get into the tech base where we'll end up in a post-apocalypse loop. Maybe. I mean, I, I kind of think it'll be tech that'll probably eventually destroy us. I think what personally what I think will happen is we will become uh, fucking like just machines. Like we're going to get uploaded into an like it's going to be Matrix, but it's going to be Matrix by choice, at least at first. Maybe future generations won't realize it, but you know. Brendan says, I think that's why aliens won't make their presence known. Someone will end up doing freaky stuff to one and it would start a war. Brendan like says, there ain't nobody uploading me to nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's what you say. Now, I'm not saying it'll be our generation. It probably won't be. But I'm saying eventually there will because nobody wants to die. So eventually they're going to figure out to where they can take your brain and when you get old, upload it to the web, you know, and you be like to the cloud and you become part of the cloud. Like this just, and everybody's going to do it. Maybe not at first, maybe not the first, maybe there'll be some people to hold out, but eventually it's just going to be common. Or like that TV show? Uh, yes. Yeah, exactly like that TV show. Wolf said, as in build up to a certain point, then we fuck it up, then back to the beginning, then build up, then destroyed. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that can happen too. But like I said, so far, we've always... Like, you could you could argue that that might have already happened a thousand times, Wolf. We just don't know. But again, I mean, just going based off of everything so far, I mean, so far, humans make it, you know, till they don't, I guess, but some point you know we cause the next big bang and everything starts over princess says i'll cut someone let me die i don't think i would choose to die i think if i could do it i'd do it judge says it's quite common when you hit a certain age you don't mind dying i don't believe that i think old people get to the i think what happens is you get to the point where you just accept it more and more in life i don't think anybody wants to Princess says, I don't want to live forever. I'd be bored as hell. I mean, you could pull the plug whenever you wanted, but I don't know if you would or not. If you talk to most people that are 90, they ain't like, oh yeah, I'm bored to hell. I'm bored to hell of life. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I've never, I've never met. My dad was a minister for a lot of my life. And, uh, Pax, that was my last match, by the way. I'm going to do just chatting for a bit. Yeah, you did. Was fun, was fun. If you want to hang out and just chat, you're welcome to. I'll probably, probably lurk and listen. All right, let me see what you guys are saying here real quick. Well, it says it's more about the multiplying hurt of living as opposed to boredom. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. When you get to the point where you can live and, I mean, no one else is dying you're not getting hurt in terms of physical hurt i don't know i don't know if it changes or not princess says maybe if i didn't start looking like i was melting and losing my sight i'd change my mind well you wouldn't i mean if that's what i'm saying if you were in the cloud none of that would exist anymore there would no longer be age pack says adios also i mean we're gonna get to the point where like like imagine that you're in the cloud but then also imagine like vr type stuff so imagine you're in the cloud and you can go into any kind of world you want to go into. Anything that the that the imagination can create, you can travel to. You want to go back and see dinosaurs, you can go back to the prehistoric age. You want to go off to some far distant galaxy, like like anything you could like people could come up with, we could then visit those worlds. Like VR would be real world. 
Like, does that make sense? Like, everything would be in the cloud. So, every, like, you could literally go into World of Warcraft for a while. You get bored of that, you can go into this. You can go, like, everything. You could literally do anything and everything. Like, imagine being uploaded to the cloud, VR type thing, but VR that feels like real life. Combine that together. I don't know. I don't know. Judge says, I do believe it. I guess you just become old. Everybody around you sort of disappears from existence. Feel like you're the only one left. Your body slowly get more crumpled by the day. Take joy from life. Feel like passing generation. Not being able to follow up or grasp the young ones anymore. Like you don't belong where you are. Yeah, I'd go out with some cocaine in my nose. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't have... That's what I'm saying. That's what You're thinking of like normal life. When it gets to the point where we're in the cloud, you would no longer have any of that. You wouldn't... Now, again, I'm not talking about our generation. Let's say it happened now. Like, yeah, a lot of us have already lost our parents or our grandparents or whatever. But, like, imagine when you're the generation where you don't. Everybody's in the cloud. Like the Matrix. And everybody just lives. And you basically, I mean, I guess you could still choose when you wanted to die, but... Princess says, in the cloud sounds so weird. Left my ass off. Well, exactly. I mean, it does. Exactly. But again, I mean, I really believe, and I don't even know that, it, here's the weird thing. Here's what really starts to blow your mind when you think about it. Is it really you? Because just because they get to the point where they can record your entire brain and they can transfer all of the data, all the electrical signals in here into a computer program, there then becomes two copies of you. And one of the copies, your human form is still gonna die. So then the question, like, when there's a baby, do we upload the baby straight into the cloud or do we let them live their life first or what? If you let them live their real life first, there's a chance your kid could die. You put them in the cloud, they grow up as a baby right from the cloud. I don't know. Well, it says, so Sword Art Online, only no death. Soma did it. Wait, what's Soma did it? What's Soma? But think of that. If you ever did upload, like, then you got to kill one of yourselves. And that person that you kill, like, like let's say tomorrow I could upload it to the, to the cloud. I'd have to kill this person. There would be a copy of me that would continue on in the cloud, would have all the same memories, would have all the same. But this one of me would have to die. Imagine that. Princess says, this eight, this 80-year-old man used to come to the gym where I worked and always tell me if he doesn't come back to say, have a good rest of your day, then that man, he probably died working out upstairs, laughing my ass off. That's funny. What says, literally a plot point in Soma. Oh, okay, I didn't know. Stealth horror game. Okay, I never heard of it. Judge says, I'm sorry, mate. I've explored my inner world enough and experienced enough to know that this body is nothing but a vessel without being religious. There's no point in not dying for me. I mean, that's fine. You can believe, but I'm not saying that there's not some kind of soul or something, but even again, if there's two of you, if, if you become a copy in the cloud, because that's what you would become, they would be taking your brain, all the signals of it, all the data inside here and moving it into the cloud. You would still exist. You would still die. Your soul would still, like, if you believe, like, soul or however you believe, would still leave your body. All of that would still have to happen. It isn't like you go to the cloud and then, boom, this just disappears. You become two people. But it's almost like you save yourself into the cloud. Princess says, that ain't natural, laugh mass off. I mean, I agree. I just said that's what's crazy to think about it.
So I don't know if that means like when you do it, they also kill you. Like maybe they upload you and then kill you. Like, you know, like kind of like how they do lethal injections uh, it on death row. So that then you don't experience that. You know what I mean? Imagine you become two people, one in the cloud and one in real life. And you don't get killed or whatever when it happens. And then you start to hate yourself because the real you is starting to die. And you're like, fuck, this other me is going to live forever. And he's an imposter. <laughs> uh, judge says, from my knowledge, it's impossible. You'll only be aware as long as you're anchored in a body. I mean, of course, that's what we would say right now, though. But I, I don't think so, man. I, I mean, this body is literally only electrical signals and stuff. I mean, brain is literally electrical signals. And if it's electrical signals, it can be plugged into computers at some point. I mean, already look at all the artificial parts they have designed for humans. Hearts, replacement knees, replacement hips, arms and legs that people get. And I know they're like, in today's age, they're rudimentary, Judge. But at some point, like, they're going to be like, imagine when prosthetic legs or arms are better than natural human legs and arms. People are going to go and get their arms and limbs replaced. I mean, you already got people that do plastic surgery now. Imagine if you can get legs where you can run 50 miles an hour instead of 12. Just says it's not just electrical signals. Ever heard of the penile gland? I have. But I still think your memories and everything are very much electrical. Again, I'm not saying there's no soul. I mean, I'm actually quite religious or spiritual myself. Um, but I still think there's going to be a point where we can do it. I just, I just think it's inevitable. Again, I don't, the, the weird thing is, is everybody thinks that you become this, this cloud version of yourself, but I don't think that's the case. You're, it's not like you're going to become this cloud version and then you're going to stop existing. It's almost going to be like a video game where you back yourself up to the cloud. Maybe you could even download yourself into a new body. I mean, maybe not. Maybe you're right, though, Judge. Maybe we're missing something that is the soul or whatever you want to call it, and it'll never even be possible. I don't know. I mean, for all of eternity, uh, man has been searching for the, you know, the, uh, not the Holy, is it called the Holy Grail? Or what's it called? The, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the youth, the elixir of youth or whatever the fuck you call it. Wolf says, also the movie Chappie has stuff like this. It's not a bad movie. I've never seen it. Princess says, new body, who dis? Judge says, well, thing is, you want something that we already have. I mean, that's fine to believe in that, but there's no proof of that. And I think if people had the option of having something that they could 100% know that they could be uploaded to the cloud and live forever, I think it's going to be hard for people to choose the what if of heaven. Wolf says, now you've gone in the ghost in the shell te territory. I mean, uh, who knows? That might be how it starts. You save your brain and then put it into, uh, you know, uh, uh, we still live in the real life, but you're put into a, a robot, but you're the robot. I don't know. I just think it's crazy. Again, what do you call it? The elixir of youth? What the fuck's that called that everybody's looking for? And oh, I do know ghost in the shell. I'm familiar with ghost in the shell. Good ass anime series. Prentice says, what about the people who pass already, though? I think they're screwed. 
Again, unless there's heaven and they're there right now enjoying it. I mean, but other than that, I mean, I don't, I don't think we we're gonna be able to bring people back that have already passed. But who knows? Maybe that's the thing that we call somebody an alien for. <laughs> fountain of youth, yes, baby. Hey there, baby. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of the fountain of youth. For all of humanity, we've been searching for the fountain of youth. So, so again, I mean, it, it totally could just be. We, you know, it's, it, I'm sitting here thinking just like people in the past thought, like, oh, there's something out there that'll cause us to live forever. Maybe there's not. Joe says, humor me. What if we were one consciousness that split up into little pieces, put into different bodies, and called a soul, only returned to the unity afterwards? And what do we want? A cloud to preserve what we are. Da, 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 da. I mean, I don't disagree. Actually, I don't disagree with you at all, Judge. I think we are all one consciousness that has been split up into little pieces and put into different bodies that we call soul. And I think we all return to that unity afterwards. But my question is, who says that we can't live for a billion years before doing that? Who says that we can't get to the point where you can upload your body to the cloud? Because, hold on, if, if we really want to talk about it, even if we could live forever as a human, we can't actually live forever. Because we, we know the way that the universe works is there was a Big Bang, the universe is constantly expanding, and we know at some point the universe is going to contract again. And we're going to have to either have another Big Bang moment or whatever. So the fact of the matter is, you know, like like the saying goes, we're all stardust. Like we're all going to, it's going to expand the universe maybe for another million years, maybe for another 10 million years, maybe for a trillion years. Who the fuck knows? But at some point, the, the expansion is going to come back in and we're going to start over. At least if the science is correct. I mean, things can always change. But currently, that's the understanding we have from science. So even if we could live for a trillion years, what we would call eternity, at some point, even the technological advances that we've created are going to end when the universe com compacts on itself again and destroys itself. So eventually, even if what we do and live for eternity, at some point that's going to end. Again, if we understand the science so far... Wolf says, fair enough, your knowledge base. I don't know it. Wait, my knowledge base, what? You don't know it. Prentice says, that actually makes sense, LOL. Bang, bang. Wolf says, just as long as it doesn't go to the same way F Warhammer uh, 40,000 did. The future is fucked. Prentice says, so everything just restarts? I mean, that's the current understanding in science. Is that, you know, the the everything compacted. In the beginning. That's what, the you know, the, the current, I don't even, you know, I guess you wouldn't, couldn't say it's proven. Um, but the current understanding is the way the big bang happened was every, all the mass and everything in the universe, you know, got pulled it together and it all kept pulling together, pulling together until so much mass came together that there was just this big fucking explosion. And then everything, that's why right now, if you, they say the universe is constantly expanding still from that, that explosion, that initial explosion Well, at some point. Uh, they say, or my understanding is, and maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I'm not a fucking scientist, but my understanding is the current understanding is that eventually everything is going to recollapse on itself. Again, that could be, I mean, it's not going to be any time in our lifetime. I mean, it, our star would have to collapse before that even like our universe, just our little part of it. Our galaxy would collapse before the whole universe is going to collapse. Judge says, uh, I don't get how they can hope to fully understand the infinite because it's infinite. I mean, I agree. I don't I don't know that we ever would. 
in order to fully understand the infinite, I think you would have had to be here from the very beginning. So I believe the only person or thing or whatever you want to call it, for example, judge says the original consciousness that we were all split off of. I think that's what people are talking about when they talk about God and stuff. We think of God as this character, but really what we're saying is there was this thing in the very, very, very beginning when there was nothing else in the universe. There was nothing before the Big Bang. It was just nothing. There was this thing at the very, very beginning of the universe, this thought, this idea, this maybe it's a person, maybe it's an alien, I don't, but there was this thing at the very beginning that said, like, what if we make something more? And, you know, when we think of God, I think a lot of people, that's why it confuses people because people think of him as a man like us, you know, because it's easy to kind of place him as us. But I really think it's all the same shit personally. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying that's all personal opinion and belief. Princess says the universe gives me anxiety. Why? Judge says hell people are infinite themselves at their core. Yes. Yet most people put boundaries on themselves through identity and stuff, but it's a feeling of understanding. It's not a mental concept. Uh, let me reread that. How people are infinite themselves at their core. Yeah, most people put boundaries on their stuff. Well, I think we think of ourselves as our body. And I think it's kind of hard not to. And again, I'm not saying we have no proof that the soul exists. I think most people have a feeling that there's something more than just our body. Even people that say they're not spiritual or religious. But we have no proof. And that's why I said if there's ever an option where you can 100% choose to know that you're going to still be alive, whether that's through uploading your brain to cloud or whatever, I think most humans choose it. I think there'll always be some humans that don't, that'll still just die a natural death until I guess it becomes so common that it just happens where people start doing it to children at birth. But I don't know. Well, says I was saying, I'm never sure if you know the references I make or not. So I point out where the references are from in case you don't know. No, no. Yeah, I get that. I appreciate that. Wolf. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. But it always gives me a mental note to make so so I can go watch something or whatever. Prince says, yeah, I don't see God as a bearded man in the sky. That image seems weird to me. Well, but I'm just saying that's how most religions view him almost. It's like he's a, a man like us almost. Wolf said, Marvel calls that the one above all in Marvel. It's Stan Lee. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I think it's, it's all the same thing. Now, I'm not like, and I don't know what religions is right and which religion is wrong. And, you know, I think a lot of people think their religion's the right one in the world. And maybe there's is, but again, I, I don't know how God can fault you for not knowing as there's no real, there's no real way for a human being to know which one is a hundred percent accurate. In my opinion, everybody has their beliefs. You can choose to believe in one and believe that is the right one and that all the other ones are wrong. But I don't know where you're getting that certainty from other than you just decide in to believe it for whatever reason. Judge said our body limits us too. I don't know that our body limits us. I think our body grows us. Princess says, I don't know if there's 100% proof, but when you meditate and dissociate from your body, that has to mean something. I don't know if it does or not. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we, that we want it to, I think. We think it has to, and I'm not saying it doesn't, but I'm just saying I don't think that's the thing with anything spiritual or anything religious or anything God, you know, spirit, universe is is we can it's something we feel but it's never anything we can really prove and i just think that's why people will always choose the road less scary i think it's scary to die i think most people don't want to die 
Most people don't like to think about death. Even when they get old, I, I've never met anybody. Like I said, my dad's a, I've been a minister, and I've never really met anybody that was like really like, yeah, I just I want to die. Like, yeah, there was people that did it gracefully and that like accepted it and was like just, re you know, they're like, I'm ready to go. You know, and you could tell it was like they accept it. But I think if you were to offer anybody the choice, like, you know what? Right now, I can rewind the clock back for you 40 years. You keep all the same thoughts and everything you have. I don't know that any of those people that I've met on the deathbed still choose death. Maybe I'm wrong. Judge says, I know for sure that at a certain age, I just want to return back to source. Because fuck, when I meditate, I let things happen and go through them tunnels and dimensions. If I do that too much, I end up not caring for this world at all. I don't know, man. I think, I mean, I think that happens. But I think that's depression and shit, dude. Like, how could you not care for this world at all? Like, I don't understand when people say that. Prentice says, I think it's all the same thing, LOL. That's how I feel, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, like, life's fucking hard. Hell yeah. But, like, why would you not want to be in this world? Like, it's amazing at the same time. Judge says, I'll tell you, but of fucking course I can't prove it. But right, but that's okay. I mean, nothing I'm saying, I can't prove it. I mean, I could be totally wrong in... Muslim could be the right religion and they got it perfectly right. I could be completely wrong and Christianity has it completely right. But I just think from meeting a lot of different humans, what I've come to realize is I think most humans are the same. I think most religions are the same. The people are trying to figure out the same shit. And I think most people choose the religion they choose because that's the one that, that, they have learned, and so that's the one that fits with it when they start thinking in spiritual stuff and stuff. Uh, and I just think I think it, that's what makes it easiest for people to talk and explain about this stuff. It's hard for me to talk to a Muslim about this kind of stuff when a Muslim has their own terms and ways of thinking about it versus like myself raised in Christianity. It's easy for me to talk about God and spirituality to a Christian because I understand the terminology and stuff. Wolf says, opinions, we has them. Princess says, I think the flying spaghetti monster people got it right. <laughs> I know of the flying spaghetti uh, god and stuff, but I don't know the religion enough to say if they got it right or not. Wolf says, they were a social contract before there was government. Princess says, all hail spaghetti god. Wolf says, relig religion, I mean. Joe says, once upon a time, my next step was to die. There's two deaths, but they both feel like death. The first death is to do so willingly. Uh, willing, consciously give up everything you are without knowing what comes next besides certain death. It's the hardest step I ever took, but it was my time, so I was ready. Only afterwards you get to see what's next. It's a death of identity. The next death supposedly is just the body dying. Uh, I mean, that's not hard for me to understand. What you're talking about is the death of ego. I understand it completely. But I, but I don't think it's a death. I think it's like, I think that death you're talking about is a continuous death that we must have in our lives. I don't think it's a one-time death and done. Uh, I think it's like in the in you know using Christian scripture, it's where Paul talks about we have to take up the the cross daily and die daily. I think we have to subject our body, our ego, to death on a on a on a daily basis. Once we kill that ego, yeah, I mean the next death is just the body dying. Uh, and as you start getting to the point where you can cause that ego death, uh, I think life opens up you understand life more 
bad and good doesn't matter as much. Right and wrong doesn't matter as much. Shitty days and good days don't matter as much. But at the same time, they do. You start to kind of pull from both sides of life at the same time. And you kind of play this. You you no longer... You no, you no longer care about the good or the bad happening. You realize you're just experiencing life and that you have no control over it and it has nothing to do with you that you're just part of this greater consciousness uh, as you use the word judge um, and that you're just a part of that and you're just getting to experience it and watch it but that you really don't have so I, I get exactly what you're talking about I mean that's that's what happened to me five years ago in my 30s when I turned my life around but again, I don't think I think it's something you have to continually practice at. I don't think it's just a one and done personally. Maybe your experience is different. I think you're changed from that moment forward for the rest of your life. But I don't think I think it's something that you still have to continually you can let me rephrase it. I think it's something you can continually uh, improve in. I think it happens to you and it changes your whole life. But then I think it's something that you can continually improve in for the rest of your life. Judge says, I understood everything after that death. You indeed get to see things for the way they are. No black or white, and you accept it the way it is. Yeah, and I don't think it's that you understand everything. It's that you understand everything as truth. So you understand that you don't understand everything. You understand that there's no black and white. You understand you have to accept it the way it is. But you, it, you also understand that you can't understand it all. Uh, again, using, you know, because again, my background in spirituality and, and religion is Christianity, but that's what happened to Paul on the road to Damascus. Paul on the road to Damascus had, you know, we, in the Bible, it talks about the bright light that came down and shined on him. You know, before that, he was Saul and Saul was running around killing all of these Christian people and everything because he thought their religion was wrong and he was persecuting all these Christians, and everything. And then on the road to Damascus, he had this light hit him and his whole life changed. And instead, and he became Paul as we know him in the Bible. And then he became an advocate for Christianity. Brittany says that makes a lot of sense though. I have, I had a similar experience when we had our earthquake. Well, and I think art creativity brings it out a lot. I think death comes out of creativity too. It's kind of weird. Again, you realize that the whole world is polar opposites pulling back and forth on each other. So it is, it is in our creation, our creativity, that we also understand death. It, it, all polar opposites just kind of, it, it's it's weird. And it, it can't be explained. Like anybody that doesn't get it, you can't explain it to almost. They have to get it first. God says it's true that you have to maintain that state of being through nurture and healthy diet, but you'll never truly return to having an identity. Right. That's what I'm saying. You never, you're changed from that moment for forever, but you can also continue to grow in that ego death, that death of ego. Brenda says, hi, I am not creative. That's not true. Everybody is creative. I used to think that too, that I wasn't creative, but that's just not true. Literally everybody is creative. Creativity, we're, we're learning as, I think one thing society's starting to learn in 2020, like in the last, you know, in, in this time and age, is that creativity comes, at, like being an entrepreneur is create is a creative pursuit. There's lots of things that are creative that we just haven't called creative. Wolf Girl says, it still says Ryan. He probably left me up when he was going to sleep. Wolf says, you know, I think you really should play Soma. It would be interesting. 
How long does it take to beat that game, Wolf? Maybe we can do it next week for the last two days of the stream before Halloween. Joe says, besides, if you know how to meditate after having gone through that first death, dude, the more you give up at a certain point, you're just gone. Fucking gone. Somewhere else, somewhere you'll get taught about what we are, where we come from. And that's proof to me. No scripture, no YouTube. Well, yeah. I And I don't know. Maybe I've just never reached that point exactly. Uh, because, I mean, for me, it's always been, you know, again, I've only had my personal awakening, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, my, you know, for lack of a better word, wokeness, um, you know, even though most people that use that probably have no idea what it is. Um, but like, maybe I'm just not there yet, but I still like, I get, I get that you can go other places, but I don't know why you like your whole, like if you get to that point, judge to me, your whole point is to realize that your whole being, at least for now is exactly about being here. That's why I'm also so much about the here, the now, the the instant. That's why I practice uh, mainly, uh, you know, um, um, mindfulness meditation, which focuses you into being into the here and now. Because our job is not to be somewhere else. Our job is to be here. Our job is to experience what we're experiencing, and to then for that knowledge to be added to the whole consciousness that you say we come from. I mean, that's how like, you know, nowadays, I mean, think of the knowledge we know from birth that, that is embedded in us, what we've learned just from nature. I mean, that, that we've experienced from the generations and generations of people before us that we'd never had to learn. Wolf says about seven or eight hours, according to you. Maybe I'll check it out, Wolf. For, like I said, I need one for next week. Joe says, well, yes, only the moment is real. Say, Derek, if you experience that certain death, ever meditated without technique? Um, I have, I think, but I, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess you'd have to explain, you'd have to explain the feeling to me or, or the thought that you're going through for me to understand because words are just words. So, I mean, there's tons of people out there that can say they meditated, but I'd even question if they've actually meditated. I mean, because meditation is just a word. What does meditation mean? It, it means different things to a lot of different people in life, in the world. Just like God means a lot of different things to a lot of people. So when you're talking about spiritual things, you really, I think you got to go into to feelings or some kind of, a, a, you know, a little more of your definition, maybe of meditating without technique. Judge says, words are just words, but since you've gone so far, it's likely that you could understand just from words, so bear with me. I'm not saying I can't, but I'm just saying I'd like to hear you explain a little more. I will say, meditation to me is a state of mind. Um, I practice meditation daily. So, so it, it's not, yeah, I agree. It's not a technique. It's a, it's a state of mind. It's a... It's a oneness with all that is. It's a a put it's almost like you said it, it's a putting away of the ego. You don't you no longer think in of the world as in affecting you. You think of you in affecting the world. You 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 the world isn't happening to you. You're happening to the world. Um trying to let me, that's kind of a shitty way to explain it too. Uh, 
I know when I enter that state. I, I can't say that I'm always in that state. I don't know that I've reached that level. I've not reached the level of someone like Muhammad or Jesus Christ or you know any of the other prophets or anything out there. I've not reached that continuous state where I'm in it 24-7. I don't even enter that. I would even say most of my day is not spent in that state where I'm currently at. I, I would say I'm at the place where I've tasted that state. I've tasted that uh, thing. Sometimes I'm in it for a couple hours at a time. Sometimes I'm just in it for, for you know, minutes. Again, I, I mean, I, you know, spirituality, religion is something I'm familiar with growing up with a, a minister as a dad and growing up in church all my life. Uh, but I've never... I've not arrived to the 24-7 that I think people can do. Again, I think I've arrived in terms of my, my ego's dead to the point. Like, like my ego still creeps up, but I'm changed from what I was. And that change never reverts, but I'm not in the state where, where I... Well, let me read your thing, and then I'll continue. Uh, Wolf says, I'm going to bow out for the night. Later, everybody. Later, man. All right, Wolf, have a good night, brother. Hey, thanks for all the support as always, dude. I'll check out Soma. Love you, man. Judge says, so you know how you can be in the moment without forcing a thing, and you can understand that everything you ground yourself just like that, it always seems to happen with an automatic deep breath. Yes. Yep. 100%. But I don't operate in that 24-7 yet. Meditation, a daily practice of meditation, has definitely helped me be in that state longer throughout my day. Uh, like, I actually used to be a super angry person in life. Um, and he, I would blow up at people and stuff. I definitely don't reach the heights I did before. And, a, and a lot of times I can now catch myself and not go to those places, but I still do sometimes I I'm not 24 seven in that state perfectly all the time, but I do understand what you're talking about. I've experienced it. Um, and again, I I'm definitely would say I'm changed. Uh, but, but I, I've not been there fully of all time in my mind. I understand it intellectually on a full-time level, but I still get that. Um, I'll call it, uh, um, automatic mode. I still go into automatic mode where I just do, I just exist and I don't realize what I'm doing. Uh, but I, but I catch myself in that automatic mode more frequently. If that makes sense, I still go into autopilot, but I catch myself in autopilot more frequently and can pull myself out of autopilot into full consciousness. Judge says, well, that's a good explanation, Derek. You've partially awakened then, but haven't reached the step of fully awakening. If it were 24 seven, it's called enlightenment. Right, right. I'm not enlightened. I'm not, I don't claim to be enlightened. I don't. I don't know if I'll ever reach full enlightenment. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm definitely not a prophet. I'm not like Muhammad or Buddha or Jesus Christ. I think those people reach full enlightenment. I actually think it's really rare, you know, Siddhartha, but I actually think it's really rare uh, for people to be completely in enlightenment, a 24-7 state of that mode. Prince says, that's what happens when I paint. I zone out of my hands, start painting, but mentally I don't know what's going on. But... Yeah. That says it makes sense, Derek, catching yourself and all that. Eventually, you'll have an auto uh, while conscious. And yeah, I don't like the word enlightenment since it's paired with profits and all that. 
Yeah, and I'm just using words that are more well-known. I mean, obviously, like I said, the problem with anything spiritual or anything of that nature is that we're using words that, that because, here's the problem, because religion, because spirituality, because God is such a personal thing on such a personal level for all of us, there's a lot of emotion, there's a lot of feelings, there's a lot of thought behind those words, like enlightenment, God, prophets. So so that's why we have the anger and stuff that we do with people. Um, and that's why it's hard a lot of times to explain what we're trying to say to each other. Because everybody's interpretation of those words, you know, most people, if you say an apple, most people know what an apple is. There isn't a lot of, because it's not a personal thing. Uh, but, you know. With religion, unfortunately, because it's such a personal thing, I, I I've come to find that that differ that definitions differ very greatly. That's why I'm always so keen when talking about these things to try to fully explain myself or have the other person fully explain themselves on a deeper level. Because again, I think most of the time people are talking about the same thing, uh, but it's hard for us to understand it because we all learn it in different ways. Judge says, and hey, I've only met one person that was fully awakened so far. So yes, they are rare. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever met anybody that I would say was fully awakened. Maybe I have, but you know, I've, I've had a lot of people that have claimed it. Um, that's why I'm so careful to claim it because I just know how... How much fallacy there is in human beings. Um, well, and plus I just know that I've not reached that state. I don't know if I know how to reach that state of a 24-7 enlightenment or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Maybe I don't have the genetics to reach it. There could be lots of things in play. But. And I'm, my, I'm in no means an expert in any of this. Like, you know, I know I have friends that have read lots and lots of books on philosophy and stuff. I have not. I've read a handful. I've read, you know, maybe, I don't know, three to five philosophy books. I mean, so I'm not well-versed in... My philosophy training has actually come from Christianity, but it became in questioning Christianity so much uh, that it then opened up these thoughts I had that led me to deeper places. So most of my philosophy thoughts have come from within myself. Uh, so I'm, I'm not really familiar with a lot of the lingo and stuff. And that's why I use Christianity a lot to try to explain what I'm talking about, because it's just what I know from growing up in church all the time. Joe says, but if you're not fully there yet, then you shouldn't help. Uh, then I shouldn't help you try and force something. The next level will come to you when you're ready. It's a personal journey that shouldn't be compared and that you can only travel that road by yourself. But a little tip. Sure, shoot. Well, and that's the great thing about it. I don't think anybody's, even if you never, like, and that's the set, you know, people start talking about, and I think people get, like, nervous that they're not on somebody else's level. But I think that's when you truly understand that you got it. Is because I don't need to be on anybody anybody else's level. Like, I don't care if I never reach full enlightenment. Because what's cool about it is my journey's my journey. It's no one else's journey. And when you understand that, that's when I think things get interesting. When you under that's why in, in the Bible, Paul says uh, everybody has to work out their own salvation. 
your journey's just that, your journey. Nobody else's. It's no competition. It's no right or wrong. It's no good or bad. It's just you. It's just your journey. Prince says, that's what she said. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. It was funny. <laughs> just a little tip. Here's a little tip for you. Yo, I think this might very well be our first podcast for the YouTube channel. I might clip all this out. It was in- it's interesting stuff to talk about. I've been waiting for the first uh, clip for the for the to start stacking up some uh, podcasts for. This might this might be it. Pretty says I was gonna say that, Derek. LOL. Yeah, yeah. Great topic. I agree. I agree. I like talking about this kind of stuff. It's interesting. Even if I'm dead wrong, it's interesting to talk about. <laughs> I enjoy it. I'm sure there'll be tons of people that tell me I'm dead wrong, and I'm not afraid to admit that I might be. But it's still super interesting to discuss. And I think that's how we learn and figure out anything is by discussing it. Like I said, I don't claim to to know everything. I don't claim to, you know, I, I actually would say there's probably millions of people out there that are that are smarter than me. And in, in, in anything that has to do with philosophy, spirituality, or religion. Prentice says, always good to hear different views, though. That's how you expand you that's how you expand your mind. <laughs> I knew what you meant. I almost said man, but then I was like, wait, she means mind. All right, let's see Judge's tip. And then I think uh, after that, I'm going to call it a night, my friends. Speaking of which, if you are watching this on YouTube as a podcast, as our first episode of the OMG It's Derek audio experience, yo, we do these podcasts in our just chatting sections of our live stream. So make sure you uh, head over to my Twitch channel uh, at the link down in the description below or go to omg oh my god it's derek.tv and uh, join us over if you like having discussions around things like this not just philosophy i'm sure we'll just we discuss other stuff as well Uh, but we like having discussions if you like to argue though don't join we don't like arguers we like good conversations and good discussions Judges writing a novel, says Princess. I know, right? What the hell? What the hell, Judge? Post your first half, and then I'll read the second half. Judge says, even though philosophies and such subjects might have indirect, indirectly led you to deeper places, I'm going to say something contradicting now. Whatever you're being pushed to is always a little step further to what you eventually are meant to develop, even philosophies and religions. Yet that same guidance principles apply to your inner world, and the best thing you can do is search your answers there. Philosophies are nothing but a distraction. I actually agree 100%, Judge. I I agree 100%. And it's not contradicting at all. I think, I think religions, philosophies, creativity, art, anything that gets you in that state is just... A stepping stone to get you there. Once they become that, the words lose their meaning no matter how you're trying to use the words. Whether it's in the sense of philosophy, whether it's the sense in psychology, whether it's the in the sense of artwork or creativity, whether it's in the sense of religion, whether it's in the sense of um, insectology. I don't even know what the fuck that's called. Like people that study insects. But If you ever go too deep or try to go super deep into anything, you'll reach this point, I think. Um, And you can either either then 
jump in head first or you can get scared and stop if that makes sense judge says and and that was probably a horrible explanation but like i said some of this stuff is hard to explain in words but those that have have gotten to that point and like i said i haven't even gotten all the way to that point but if you've reached that transformation point i think uh you start to understand what we're trying to say if you haven't no worries either i would highly suggest meditation even if it's 10 minutes a day uh that was actually the biggest step in stone for me i believe um was was daily meditation practice mindfulness meditation practice for you, it might be something different. For anybody else out there listening, it might be something different. Uh, but that's just what worked for me. I'm different than everybody else. So I think that's what Judge is saying when he says they're nothing but a distraction. Really, mindful med- mindfulness meditation is just a distraction. But it's the distraction that helped get me going in the right direction. And it's the tool that still helps me today. I still do it because, again, I've not in- arrived to that 24 seven point and maybe I never will, but it's a tool that helps me get to that place more frequently than I did in the past. If I'm understanding what you're saying, judge, I think, I think that's what you're saying. I don't want to assume that I'm, that I'm understanding. You might be talking about something completely different that I don't understand, but it says in your inner world, that which you're not ready for will never be revealed before you're ready so there's nothing to worry about as scary as things might get just remember whatever you may encounter there they are not meant to be understood through mental concept through mental understanding yeah i think that's that's where i'm still teetering i think that's that's where i you know that part i don't get as much i i still very much try to understand everything conceptually uh and that's where i think i get held up at times but again i think i'm learning like i said i think it's i think it's a journey and and i've i've come to realize that when you understand that and you don't allow ego to make you feel bad about it anymore um and you don't let ego beat you up anymore because you might feel dumb or you might feel like other people will think you're dumb or you might feel whatever uh then i think you're heading in the right direction and you start to appreciate the journey instead of being scared of the journey if that makes any sense at all it says you have to learn to give that part up too that's part of the ego yeah i understand that's why i said i've had the transformation but i still struggle with the ego as i think most people do as i think 99.9 percent of people will do throughout the entirety of their lives again i think completely getting rid of ego and completely living in the 24 7 state of what we call enlightenment i really think enlightenment is just another term for complete and utter death of your ego but again i don't think most people i don't think 99.99 percent of people reach that point i may never reach that point but i think you can reach the point where you don't care you don't care if you never reach that point that's where i'm at i want to reach that point but even if i don't i don't care judge says and the things you said were dead on your wording tells me you're very 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 far I just try to understand a little more each day, my friend. I just try to understand a little more each day. That's all I can do. (laughs) Prince says, good Lord, my cat was sleeping with his eyes open. I about nearly had a heart attack. (laughs) 
That's how we end it. Princess's cat giving her a heart attack. All right, my friends. Super interesting discussing tonight. Judge, it was uh, very interesting, very fun. Uh, appreciate the conversation. Thank you. Um, I I really do appreciate it. I, I'm always interested in this kind of stuff. I'm always interesting, uh, interested in trying to learn more uh, about it. Judge says, and after you reach it all, there's still stuff ahead, but of a different nature. You understand only then that I would love to die at old age. Yeah, that's what I said. Maybe I got it completely wrong and people, if they really understood life, wouldn't want to live forever. Uh, and I understand. I mean, death is what makes life so precious to begin with, I think. So I, I get it. I understand. I mean, I don't get it, get it. But I, I can understand what you may be saying or what you might be hinting at. Uh, but but I've not I can understand it conceptually, but I do not have that understanding of it yet. But maybe one day I will. Alright. Like I said, guys, Princesses, thank you for sharing, Judge. Yes, thank you. Appreciate it. Like I said, it was very good. Princess, thank you for sharing. Thanks for sharing your thoughts and opinions in that. I appreciate it. I do think creativity can can be a really good catalyst cat, catalyst uh, into that dimension as well, for lack of a better word. Uh, or into that uh, state of being as well. So, But again, thank you guys so much uh, for the great night, for the great talk, for the great live stream, for all the love and support as always. Uh, super appreciate it. You guys are the best. I uh, love your faces. I'm going to jump off here, spend a little bit of time with the wifey poo, and then uh, hit the bed because uh, I'm exhausted. I had a great weekend with the wife, but uh, she left me very exhausted. <laughs> Love you guys. Until next time. Peace out, everybody.